This is a WKYT podcast. Andrea. Dang it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. I just ate a grape. Andrea eats some food. You Andrea, timed it out perfectly. I, well, I, I may have, uh, yeah. When you were serving, did you have a knack for that? Because I did. I'd walk up like right as soon as, as they take a, a huge bite. bite. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'd see that they were eating and just give them a second. I don't know what it was about serving that made me even more awkward than I normally am. It's like they'd be in the middle of a prayer and I'd be like, hey, guys, how's everything tasting? And then they would just like look at me like, please go away. Um, I did dump a Coke on a lady one time, an entire Coke. Ooh. And so and I, at that point, it was a, actually it was a girl, she's probably about my age. She was kind of cute with her parents. Oh. And so, you know, I was trying to like talk to them and stuff. And then uh, sure enough, I'm bringing a tray of drinks over and just dump a Coke on her completely. I, I remember she was wearing a white sweater and I'm like, well, I'm just wearing that sweater and I might as well just give up on this table because why would they give me a tip? But I still, I was like, you know what? I'll be nice and apologize. I mean. Obviously, I apologized, but I felt so bad, and I just kept making jokes and putting myself down about being how clumsy I was. And at the end, they left me a nice tip. Oh, they felt bad for that, you. Exactly. <laughs> it was a pity tip. <laughs> they said, well, you know, this poor guy is a cutout. So it, I was a cheerleader in middle school, and I was right under the basketball net. And one of the players from East Jessamine High School tackled me on a on accident uh-huh. uh and we ended up dating in high school oh, wow. and i always remembered him as being the guy that tackled me That's... he claims he did it on purpose i don't believe it you mean he didn't do it on purpose he claims, huh? he, did he, claims he did it on accident he claims i think yeah. he did it on purpose yeah that sounds like something a guy would do i know well today andrea we get to talk to bill bryant 35 years here at wkyt he has made an appearance on the podcast before with barb bailey but yes. today was all about bill because she would not perform alone. <laughs> she wouldn't do it without him. She would not him. perform alone. So uh, it was so great. It's so funny how people are out, you know, in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a persona on air and like Barb, you know, she's kind of shy in a way in, in real life. Like didn't want to do the podcast. I'm like, Barbara, yeah. you're, you've been on air for this long yeah. every day talking to people. But this freaks you out. So I think Bill's one of those people, like he just turns it on. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much, he's very consistent. Yeah. Don't you think? Um, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Very much WYSIWYG. What? WYSIWYG. It's a, like a computer, like a repair turn. What you see is what you get. It's for like... WYSIWYG? You never heard of WYSIWYG? No. All right. Well... Uh, oh my gosh. That's my new favorite little catchphrase. There you go. WYSIWYG. It's kind of like KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. There you go. I like it. Uh, yeah. So there we go. So, so our conversation today is with Bill Bryant. We caught him just after finishing a 10 o'clock show and before he went to go get ready for the noon. Yep. Very generous with his time, and we appreciate it. So here is our conversation with Bill Bryant. Bill Bryant, 35 years. Andrea, I know you're excited. Oh, of course I am. I honestly didn't think this day would come, that we would get 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes of Bill Bryant's time, so let's not waste a moment. Well, you're lucky. No. I, no. <laughs> or unlucky. You joke, but shh. Not joking. <laughs> Loki, not joking. Pretty nonstop, aren't you? <laughs> you are, you are. So let's go back to the beginning. Obviously, 35 years ago this year. How did you get started in this business? Oh, yeah, I have to take it back farther than that. You know, I have to go back to uh, fifth grade, believe it or not, when uh, uh, some friends of mine and I started a, a newspaper of our own and literally went around 
Williamsburg, my hometown, and sold it on the streets on Saturday morning. So we'd work on, the, on it through the week, and we put it together. What kind of stories were in this newspaper? I mean, just whatever we could come up with. We, we, of course, we thought we were competitors to the local paper, you know. So, <laughs> but but we would go interview the mayor and the fire chief and the police and have uh, in fifth have, grade. In fifth grade, you know, I'm not saying how well written it was, but I will say this: uh, my partner in the business at that time is now a federal magistrate judge, uh, Brent Brennan Stuhl out in Bowling Green. So he was quite a good writer <laughs> then, and, and of course, obviously is now. And uh, so, you know, we, we had some flair. It was fun. So and you've literally, okay, so that means you've done print, radio, yeah, and yeah. television. I also was news editor at uh, when I attended uh, what was what is now University of the Cumberlands uh, when I was just starting college at the student newspaper there. So, yeah. And then at 14, I started uh, hanging out at the local radio station. I always say that it was kind of because my grandmother lived on the edge of town and my parents' office was downtown, and it was kind of in between. And I was fascinated by what went on in there, so I'd stop by. And um, so I was 14. I pulled the bulletin off the AP machine that Elvis Presley had died oh my and rushed that to the studio, to the announcer who was on air. He said, hand it to me. And he took the song down and went on the air. We always wondered if that was the first bulletin in the world that made it on air. Because it, it couldn't have been... <laughs> nobody could within have, seconds of it. Nobody could have been this much. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, and, uh, so that, that was Shelby Pruitt, uh, who was uh, uh, certainly a mentor and has uh, 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 passed now, but it uh, was uh, just a, a wonderful memory I have of him. And uh, so... Yeah, those were the fun days. Then they started actually giving me a paycheck when I was about 15. Okay. And uh, I did a program. So you were volunteer work before that? <laughs> did a program called The Live Wire. Uh, and then uh, got to meet some uh, country music greats as they came by to perform at Tombstone Junction, which is down mm. at uh, Cumberland Falls. And uh, that was always fun. And then uh, uh, for another station there in town, did a, a show called It's Your Time, where we literally. Uh, would take any call about any subject. So somebody might have, uh, let's say, a refrigerator for sale, and they were looking for a mule. You know, oh, <laughs> <It's> kinda... <laughs> my gosh. We had a similar thing in Powell County called Tradio. It was Tradio on your radio. Right. People call out and Are be you like, kidding me? Oh, yeah. They yeah. call out and be like, hey, I got a lawnmower. It don't work, but um, right. I'm looking for two for a set of tires for something. You know, and, and, you know right. Lindsey Walker and I would have had that tuned in. Now, you feel free to call me at uh, 606-663. Right. And then, yeah, right. people... and then this one, because Tradio, those shows were a little more limited. This mm -hmm. one, then, it, they also could go into controversial issues. So people could... <laughs> Just so you could, oh it, whether you gosh. had something for sale or trade, or you're having a yard sale, so you could announce that, say, or you could get into at the time criticizing, uh, you know, honey, President Reagan or, or the governor. Yeah. List on that's, the radio. that's hilarious. Yeah, so it's, it's it's on top of you know I'm trying to sell a right. car, but also I just want you to know. Let me tell you what I think about Reagan. Like that, uh, that was right. the call, and, and that would happen too. I mean, it was, but that was that was fun. So and I played high school basketball, ran track, uh, was a decent runner, I guess, and uh, served as class president. So I always said that. Those years that I was so busy then kind of got me in shape for this kind of business here, which, as you all know, is uh, uh, very busy. And then I uh, uh, transferred to EKU. My senior year, I did an internship here at WKYT. That was supposed to be for that summer, and it's still going on. He's never left. <laughs> 35 it's a long years internship. Later. <laughs> right. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. So people tell Bill all the time, you have to write a book. 
I didn't even know this about this newspaper at five years old. That's funny. No, I fifth grade. Fifth grade. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, fifth grade. Yeah, yeah fifth it's like grade. 10 or 11. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That is so crazy. It was fun. You oh, know? my goodness. Yeah. So we sell ads, you know. To the are you kidding? <laughs> did you have loyal, loyal entrepreneurs? Uh, oh, you did. Subscribers. I'll never forget. You know the subscribers and the people who buy the ads. You remember those people does, helped you. You know. Does your mom have one of these newspapers? There probably is one somewhere. We yeah. have got to yeah. get our hands on one. Right. So how oh, did you do the layout for the, all those things? That's what I'm curious. Did you? How, I mean, this how did you make copies? Oh, yeah. pre-computer. I mean, yeah, we just did the best we could. You know, some of it was handwritten, hand-drawn. Uh, <laughs> we'd type it if we could. We weren't very good at that. It's like but, a courthouse sketch in every page. But I, I assume, uh, you know, that the Magistrate Judge Brennan still has uh, uh, good uh, clerical help now to, <laughs> to right. get his opinions out. And you to know? archive all of, his, <laughs> right. all of his genius ideas. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh, that is brilliant. So when did politics come into play? Because obviously that's become a huge part of your life. I mean... We've already discussed your high school run for president uh, right. and how you had to bring in an independent. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was going to be a tight race my senior year, and uh, <laughs> so so we yeah so I you know naturally recruited a third convinced candidate, a friend, right? Yeah. Convinced a friend to jump in, and uh, and so you know the guy I, thought they were friends. He was just trying to ended win. Up, ended up getting a plurality, not the majority, and carried the day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but that even in in radio back then, we, I was uh, interested in politics. Then here at uh, at KYT, uh, started very early in that. I started the Kentucky Newsmakers program in late 1986. This has been that long uh, that we started bringing in people to uh, to be interviewed about uh, topics and issues. In 87, I was very aggressively involved in our coverage of the governor's race. That was the year Wallace Wilkinson was elected. Uh, and then Burton Jones in 91 uh, was another uh, interesting race. And then, uh, you know, since then. And we've done debates along the way and and uh, and try to be uh, what I call intentionally fair, which I think in politics, when you're covering politics, you have to, it has to be very intentional. You have to decide, uh, you know, you're going to be fair, you're going to... Uh, show both sides uh, and uh, and pursue that, that. I you mean that, that. that is uh, that's the only way to cover it I, I think if you're really going to cover politics and there's a reason why people come onto your show they respect you and they know that you're going to treat them fairly my face would betray me <laughs> I know it would that's got to be hard well, you know, and there are times that they will say something that's rather stunning or something that you mm -hmm. realize is going to cause them like, trouble, oh. and it's like, okay, well, you did say that, didn't you? You know, <laughs> I got it uh, on tape. Yeah, but, you, you know, you, you just go on. And, and I think the secret to uh, Kentucky Newsmakers has been to, to let the guests talk. Uh, you know, I, I'm not there to have some agenda of my own or to argue with a guest like so many of these uh, shows uh, on, on cable TV do. Uh, those are all new programs to me. We've been around before they were. And uh, we, uh, you know, let, let the guests have their say. And uh, if, uh, uh, you know, if they say too much, that's their problem. There right? you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think one issue with a lot of um, political debate shows you find now is that you can find a show that matches how you feel right. as opposed to just watching a show and learning from it. People will almost seek out something yeah. that kind of validates how they're already feeling. Yeah. Right, and so Victor, it becomes an echo chamber. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think <clears throat> that you learn much that way. You know, you, you never hear the other side. You never uh, consider uh, the realm of possibilities that there may be to, to answering a subject. Yeah. yeah. 
Bill, I love how you immediately sat down and put the headphones on. He went back into his old radio, (laughs) old radio ways. And one of my favorite things to tell people about Bill behind the scenes is that he likes to kind of count himself down. He'll pull up something on YouTube, like a like a song. Right. And the intro to the song, he will lead into it and it'll time perfectly and hit that beat right as it starts. It's called be hitting done. the post is yes. what you call it. Yes. You know? Give uh, us yeah. an example. Should you pull up a Dolly well, song? Well, we don't have a, I, I don't know if I can do that fast enough, but <laughs> oh my <laughs> you know what I mean. That was the thing back in, uh, you know, in the day the, the, in the, uh, the live announcing and, and what I think is, is so often missing from radio these days is that uh, we were live. We could react to the day. If it was a sunny day, you played Walking on Sunshine. You know, if it mm-hmm. was uh, something else, you, you changed it up. And you, uh, we could, we'd talk those intros right up to the last second. And it's, uh, uh, some said that, uh, well, people like to hear the intros, but uh, maybe it's that some couldn't do that. I don't know. Exactly. Good excuse if you're not good at timing those right. things out, isn't it? Might be. But radio was uh, was a lot of fun. And, you know, I still do radio news here uh, locally. And and uh, another thing that people don't know is I have sneaked out a few times over the years and have done some disc jockey work uh, even since I've been in television. Filled in a few years ago here at a, a Lexington station for an afternoon drive a little while. That was fun. Oh my God! The soothing voice of Bill Bryant driving you home. I love it. I love it. One one thing you, you do love is country music. Yes. What do you think is the best era of country music? Because I find a lot of people think that kind of whatever I don't know when you're like 13 to 14 is when music really kind of ingrains in you. And I find a lot of people like yeah. for me, it's a lot of 90s stuff. Yeah. Well, I think you're right, and, and this probably is the case with me. And so therefore, uh, you know, <laughs> at the risk of sounding like uh, you know you live in the past, I mean, with country music, there there certainly was a, a great era there of uh, the Nashville sound and uh, and and uh, even what was called the Bakersfield sound that was the Buck Owens uh, kind of music. So, uh, you know, uh, 75 to 95 was a very good 20-year era of country music. And uh, and uh, and after that, uh, you know, there are flashes of greatness. There are some <laughs> good songs, but there's uh, there are other things out there, too. <laughs> Every now and then you have a Chris Stapleton pop up, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, there you Absolutely. go. There it you're is. doing there it right. It is, yeah. that old sound. Exactly. Do you want to tell the Dolly Parton story? Which with one? You, well, there's plenty, <laughs> I know. But you and Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Harvener, not Kenny Rogers. Right. Ken, you, Ken Harvener. Kenny Harvener, <laughs> well, and Dolly. I got this great opportunity to go down and interview Dolly, you know, and, and we had interviewed her by satellite and we've done that since and it's always fun and Dolly you know Dolly is as nice as you would think and Mm so that's what I wanted to know you know and I I was just so relieved when she really was it's scary (laughs) to meet your heroes right exactly because she really was you know the Dolly partner we all love but we went uh, down to Pigeon Forge and she has an apartment there in the uh, there at Dollywood and uh, she said uh, there were some other people there. It was Kenny and me and then some other journalists from around the world really had gathered because it was a big press day. And she told us to all go in and sit on her bed. <laughs> so there was about, you of know, course she did. probably eight or ten of us, you know. So we sat on the bed, and then she came in, and she jumped on the bed, and she said, now you can all say you've been to bed with Dolly Parton. So. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> a fun story, but you know Dolly. She I mean, seems like she's fun. Yeah, and you always. also said that her interactions with her staff were really telling about her character. Yeah, because so many of them, they, they uh, you know, she she would, you would catch her just whispering, you know, uh, that uh, she come over here to me. You know, they'd get real close, and she'd say, "I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you and that I love you." Isn't that neat? You know. Oh. 
love it. So she really it. was that And way. that's when the cameras aren't rolling. I right. think that's when you know who a person right. is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, you know, and the other part is that she's a businesswoman. People oh, yeah. are you know, prolific. Smart. And so she sat there and signed some documents and paid some bills while we were there, uh, too, waiting to do that interview. Well, and she just does, and she does good things with her money. That's the other thing. You, you you see people who you know they make their money and they just sit on it, and she's giving giving out what, a million books to kids. Is that oh program? the imagination? Probably more, way more yeah, than amazing, that. I'd say at this really. point because it was uh, you know it was started locally there in Sevier County where she's from in in East Tennessee, and then spread out to multiple counties, then to all of Tennessee, then to the whole U.S., and now it's around the world. So. Well, I mean, she's Dolly Parton now, but yeah. I don't think she ever forgot where she came from. You know what I mean? Right. I think a lot of people, they make it big and they kind of forget. Yeah. They get used to that lifestyle. But she always remembered, you know, her coat of many colors out of rags. You know, and, and oh, then, it's what makes her great. The people she helped whenever there was a fire down there. Yeah. So that, yeah, it says a lot about a person. It does. Now, okay, got to get off Dolly. I knew that would go off. <laughs> yeah, that was good. We all it was a her. chapter. There you yes, go. yes. But talk about your family. Your yeah. dad, had, you and your dad have the same look. Talk about his background and kind of how your mom and dad shaped you. The sternness. <laughs> well, I can see both of well, his parents so much Well, my in dad him. was an educator. Uh, he taught at Whitley County High School for uh, years, was head of the business department. And, uh, yeah, and he, you know, he was stern. And uh, and, and so it's funny. I'll, I'll run across his former students some days and, and, and how's Mr. Bright doing? And I'll say, oh, he's great. He's still doing fine. And, Oh, he scared me. You know? I, <laughs> so I'm sure I'm like, I get it. I get <laughs> and, it. you know, it was just the eyes. He had a look. You know, we all knew it was Teddy Bear, but uh, but the students didn't necessarily know that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he was fun. A great, uh, great parents. And, and I'm so fortunate to, to it, uh, you know, my age still have them. Mm-hmm. And, ha- and they're very viable and fun. And they came up and went to the uh, Pops at the Park event that I did recently in Richmond, and, right, and they nice. were there and enjoyed that. And, and some of their, some of Dad's former students, as well as uh, some others that we've known over the years, came by. So it was a lot of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a lot of people come up to me and say, "Oh, I saw Bill at the gym." <laughs> Or Meyer. <laughs> or Meyer. Saw him at the gym, and he never gets, he never changes. What's going on? Oh, because you're in good shape. You stay in good shape. Well, I've said, if you can maintain when you get to be a certain point, that's uh, that's progress, right? Oh, you know? that's, yes. <laughs> that's that not Maintain, easy. yes. <laughs> but, you know, I have a, a successful uh, a brother who is a, a bank president and is a, a CPA who owns a CPA firm in Florida and, and, there, and uh, has a... Uh, kids that are also very successful and now grown and then my sister uh, is uh, uh, did a full career as an English teacher at Williamsburg High School and then uh, so she so she went to school there uh, went to college nearby and then taught all those years so she was literally in that in that school for <laughs> many many years 40 some years but uh, and then her daughter uh, whom I'm very close to my niece uh, Mandy is a uh, assistant director of a program at EKU, so that's uh, fun. Yeah. Mandy kind of runs the show wherever she is. But. Oh my gosh, Mandy is my hero. <laughs> I have yet to meet her, but I feel like I know her. We're right. friends on social media. Right, right. You always have ingrained yourself in Richmond, and I know that's important to you. He and the mayor have a, a couple competitions locally with businesses. So who is on top right now for the dry cleaning bill? Oh, oh no, 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 no. It's the president of EKU, they said. Had oh, to, who was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's dry, right. Yeah, dry right. right. That's right. <laughs> Benson's, uh, president Benson's usually uh, uh, ahead on dry cleaning. By a little by bit. By a little bit, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
funny. I, I love mean, you that. know, both men wear a lot of suits. So yeah, exactly. that makes sense. That's right. And we both uh, change a lot because he, yeah. he works out as well. So you know, you 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 get <laughs> you get sweaty. You got to change and you know run a suit. And so I understand. There you go. There you go. But yeah, Richmond's a fun town. I've had the fortune of having sort of three hometowns: Williamsburg, where mm-hmm. I grew up, small town. Richmond, sort of the middle town, you know, middle-sized town that's uh, great, and I feel like I know basically everybody. And then Lexington, where I've worked for 35 years, and, uh, you know, great dynamic uh, uh, metro city here. Yeah, <laughs> we're the uh, big been fun city. To cover. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, when you, you talk about going back, so you mentioned Kenny Harvener. Uh, he and I prowled the streets in the 80s and 90s, you know, and uh, this was before Man of War was completed. Uh, it was fun that we covered uh, the section-by-section section opening of Man of War. And people don't realize, you know, where we are now uh, at WKYT at Winchester Road, I mean, it literally uh, was a farm all the way to town. And there was nothing out here. It was a long way to town, you know, <laughs> to, to, to even get something to eat. This used to be out in the country. Uh, we were. Uh, and, uh, you know, l- let me mention a couple of other people. Obviously, Barbara Bailey, who's I was going to, oh, we're oh, going to yeah. have a Barbara yeah, chapter. Yeah, Don't I, worry. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, Ray Brown, a uh, mm-hmm. videographer, who happens to also be from my hometown, also is an EKU grad, and was here when I started. And Dave Baker, uh, you know. Who's oh, goodness, very, Buzz. The quiet Buzz Baker. Oh, yes, demure. <laughs> well, we've had a fun, you know, he and I have had a fun give and take for, for all these years. Great John Lindgren, who was the anchor mm-hmm. here when, when I started, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, untimely uh, death when he was uh, 50-ish, but uh, certainly a great mentor to me. Uh, and uh, Barry Peel and John Sullivan. Let me just mention those two. We're very in politics, and we we had fun. I, I learned a lot about the state government uh, from him. And then uh, John Sullivan, who also was from Southern Kentucky and also worked in uh, Richmond and Lexington, uh, just, uh, you know, he kind of understood me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were great mm-hmm. friends. Now, you talked about kind of drawing on the knowledge, like you saw Man of War get named, the yeah, road right. that is now so, you know, well-known around this area, and you often draw on that in the morning shows. He pulls up these odd facts and makes these connections that I would have never thought of just because, you know, I wasn't around at that time or I just, you know, wasn't paying attention. attention. <laughs> He's been reporting the news for so long. But I remember a perfect example was the explosion the other day, and that was in Lincoln County, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you talked about a separate explosion, I believe, in Garrett County. Metcalf. Had or, been, yeah, or, yeah, 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 somewhere nearby mm-hmm. there. And Mom, immediately, when she got home, she's like, oh, my gosh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, she got up in the middle of the night and went over and drove over. I'm like, that's exactly what we said yeah. not to do, Lindsay. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like you make these connections and connect with a a sector of the audience and really everybody gives so much just context to stories. That's important. Well, I think anybody listening who uh, is of a certain age will realize that you uh, and you'll get there. Believe me. Oh, I'm sure. uh, You know, everywhere you drive by, you think, well, that used to be this or that. Or (laughs) every story you remember, you know, well, that company used to be called something else or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that 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 happens. And and, uh, to me, it it adds a richness to life to kind of know the to know the story and how we got here. And you love history. That happened to me this week. Megan James started talking about Naming her dog after some movie I'd never. And heard it was of. funny to me to hear. To I know see Bill you was like, "Ha ha, it's said, happening uh-huh. to you now." Oh, so <laughs> well, she knew after. something that that had was very recent that right. you had never seen. I think it was right? the movie Cars. I was like, "Oh, you know, I was oh, like kind of a weird age." Yeah, oh, yeah, I was like, "I guess I was a weird age." That was kind of you know after me. Yeah, there's a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Being <laughs> yeah, just, so it happens to everybody.
you suddenly realize, oh, I'm out of touch with the kids. All right. I think Barb would be <laughs> upset since you were a part of her podcast if we didn't talk about her in mm -hmm. your podcast as well. She was going to come in here, but she had to go. I told her to. She had to go let a dog out or something. <laughs> no. it was a, you so know. she's celebrating her 40th this yeah. year. You're celebrating your 35th. So obviously she had said it, put in kind of roots a little bit when you got here. Right. Uh, but, you know, she uh, she had started here sort of as a newsroom assistant. And then a little bit after that, uh, she had done some anchoring and so forth. So I really was still here in the, the beginning of uh, sort of the, the making of Barbara Bailey, you know, which was uh, which was a lot of fun the uh, to see. To, yeah, to see her go from being, you know, a very soft-spoken uh, uh, person uh, on air and off to the, you know, authoritative anchor that we now know her to be and, uh, and the fun and spicy and lively person she Honey. can be in the newsroom. <laughs> and I literally had someone ask me yesterday, now, are Bill and Barb married? <laughs> this yesterday, I kid you not. How often does that happen to you? Well, it does, but but it's you know, I think people get that that real sort of brother sister vibe mm -hmm. that we have. You know, we, we we know how to push each other's buttons. We know what the other is thinking uh, ahead of time. And you know, you and I have worked together long enough now. We we kind of know where oh, gosh, the yeah. other's going before it happens. Exactly. You know. And uh, and there's a there's a comfort with that and mm -hmm. and the thing that that Barb and I always had going for each other was that we we always had respect and 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 you know don't ever want the other to look bad so if there's any way that I could save her from a situation I have. And, and and she does likewise, and you and I have. I mean, if, oh the, if the teleprompter goes wild, you know, one oh. will start ad-libbing till we catch up or whatever. Our I mean, it happens. Our daily struggle right? with the teleprompter. <laughs> I saw that happen this morning on um, CBS This Morning. I heard about that. What yeah, happened? The, the, something happened with the teleprompter while they were tossing to a story, and she just starts, uh, um... Oh, uh, see, it happens just, to everybody. It right. just hurt. I felt, I was right. like, oh, I know your pain. I just, I know it. We have been there. We have been there. So let's go back and talk about some of the fun stories. I know one of my favorites is you and Barb judging a talent show in Jessamine County. Oh, the time that, uh, yeah, and uh, someone uh, dropped a, a fire baton. And it, baton. and it blew, and it rolled up under the, uh, the uh, table that was covered by a cloth. <laughs> and you can imagine the <laughs> potential there. <laughs> and I remember very quickly, I, you know... Yanked everybody kind of back and pushed. <laughs> he just write down zero. No, he wanted them to win, and Barb got so well, upset. Well, then she right. Then I thought, well, anybody that's gone through that ought to win. And, and Barb didn't think that. And yeah, we had. And Barb was like, well, they put us a, in danger. So, so no. there was a tiff over that. Oh, you and Barb tiffing. I can't imagine. If I wish people could see you two behind the scenes, because you say people get that vibe yeah. on air, yeah. the brother sister thing. Behind the scenes, it's even oh, worse. Oh, we fight and scratch in fun Constantly. most of the time. Oh, you, you know. can tell they're having fun with yeah. each other. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, Andrew. Once in a while, we we look down at the the newsroom. You know, the the, the younger crowd the that people. might be. <laughs> and it's like it's like you know. Let's let, mess with Let's them. give this little juice here. You know. So we, <laughs> let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> exactly. So, the kids are doing today. so we'll turn mm -hmm. it up a little bit with our little little feud. Right. I, think, I think Andrew and I are kind of like the, the middle-aged people of the newsroom at this point. We're right. the middle, middle child. And there's yeah. like the, the, the children. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. <laughs> well, fun. I love your sense of urgency, you know, when you were a teenager running with that report about Elvis passing away and 
you know, I think that you've always had that. And you come from an era where there was a lot more running and screaming in the newsroom that you, you tell me about. You're like, mm-hmm. the atmosphere is so different. Well, it was just more physical business back mm-hmm. then. You you know, you, you physically had tapes that you carried, you know. So when it was showtime, and, and Victor, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, when it was showtime, uh, yeah, you, you, you videoed on tape, and then you, you somebody would carry – uh, you know, and, and maybe they're now in a back brace, but <laughs> I, I remember yeah, editing you, you, and being, you know, like, oh man, I got three minutes. Okay, let me finish right, this right, last right. edit, then literally popping it out and running into sure. the, the control room. Here you go. They, you know, hit play literally exactly. as they're tossing to you. That's but terrifying. You'd have maybe, you know, 25 tapes to, to to carry into the control room and hope you didn't drop them and you'd be to up to somebody's chin, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, with that, with the fact that, uh, you, you know, we, we had to, uh, you know, the, Nobody carried phones back then. You had to go and knock on somebody's door and ask if you could use the phone and leave them $3 because you had to call Lexington from London or whatever. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Stop and ask people for directions. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just more uh, because it was more physical and the deadlines were tight then as they are now. Uh, The one thing I will say about this station, we have always – uh, done a good job with urgency. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Kurtz uh, was the news director who hired me and who started here, and he, you know, he just had that uh, that that sense of urgency. And Ken wasn't hesitant to break into programming. I mean, it, mm-hmm. you know, if we had, <laughs> you know, here is a bulletin from News Center Twenty Seven. You know? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and that's what Bill like. He is so vigilant. He won't leave if there's not another anchor that could go on the air just in case. Like yeah. I've noticed, he'll look around the room before he like runs an errand or something and he'll be like is there anyone who could break in you know what i mean that's interesting, isn't it? i don't but, think most people have that mindset anymore but i love that you do well i i let the newsroom know that we'd be down here mm-hmm. and because i know barbara's gone to let the dog out so uh <laughs> <laughs> so you know just in who case let they, the dogs out barbara Bay. exactly in case they needed an anchor we're here so you know so bill at this point what does your day look like because there are oh, there are days when i'm you know, getting ready to go down to the four o'clock, and you're still here. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I know he got here, you know, to be on air at four a.m. Yeah. So, well, days and nights run together. Okay, oh, that's yes. what I thought. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I, and, and I probably don't have to back my day up as early as I think Andrea says she does. But I, you know, I roll out before three o'clock, and um, I'm here uh, a little after four, and we go on air at four thirty. Uh, we. In the morning. In the morning. Mm. In the dark. I call it dark and early. So it's, <laughs> instead of bright and early, we're here dark and early. And uh, we do uh, radio newscasts in breaks. And we, uh, you know, watching and, and putting out some social media and, and so forth. And, uh, and and anchor those shows that go till 7 o'clock on WKYT, then the hour we do on the Fox. And then we have a 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do a, usually a Starbucks run in between. Well, you got to keep your sanity <laughs> have somehow. have some good friends you down there. you got to get away from right? this place every now and then. <laughs> The people, the Starbucks and the Thorntons, they both know you well. That's right. He's working. He'll run into people at the Starbucks (laughs) and get tips. Never know when you might get a story. See? And uh, then we do the 10 a.m. mid-morning newscast, which is fun. I call it the fast, breezy show because here uh, these others go on so long, and that was a a 30 minutes. Yeah, it does. It's awesome. And then the hour at noon, so uh, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, uh, the 10 o'clock is funny. You know, that's the the highest-rated local uh, TV newscast at 10 o'clock in the country. Now, there aren't a lot of them at 10 o'clock, 
but uh, you know that's still quite a distinction there are about 30 stations that do that ac across the nation well dick gabriel off you know is the uh the producer of that show and if i'm doing a live desk he'll be like don't screw this up <laughs> like right. this is my baby <laughs> you better not that's right <laughs> we're number one isn't that cool have, 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 if people know dick you know from uh, all the sports reporting mm -hmm. and all that what they you know may or may not know he's just a terrific journalist oh my gosh, and, and, and you know does the specials that we have and all of that but here he uh, produces that that 10 o'clock newscast mm -hmm. and, uh, and does a, a great job with it and no offense to any other producer because you know he oftentimes has to recycle a lot of stuff but i always feel the most comfortable in his shows because he is so diligent like yeah. he's a grammar nazi like he's right. a spelling oh, you yeah. know he's on your heart about yep. that thing but and he's if you have to read facts cold, and he's he knows kind of what's going on cold. but he's in yeah. control mm -hmm. yeah yeah he is yeah. and he'll give us questions in our ear yeah <gasps> so my monday through thursday are pretty aggressive victor and then friday's the long day with, oh. uh, because uh, you know wkyt gives me the opportunity to uh, also uh, uh, host a program for KET on Friday night. So that's a long day, and I spend uh, generally most of Friday afternoon preparing for that. Yeah. Because, you know, with these days, if you're going to talk politics, uh, you better be prepared. So so I Very try true. to be, you know. Which, which is one yeah. of the reasons, yeah, a lot of times on Fridays, you know, you'll see him still here. Yeah. When other people are just clearing out. Well, yeah. I know on Fridays I can't complain about being tired because Bill's like, don't give me that. <laughs> like, I can complain about not getting enough sleep any other morning, but on Fridays he's like, I don't need that energy because he has right. to go until, and, and you I know. Can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't think that way. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, I want to hear it. Yeah. Nope, not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. All right. Well, we're wrapping up our time here with Bill. Can't take too much more, but... Anything um, we didn't ask you that yeah. you wanted to talk about? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, uh, great people that have been here. It's been it's been amazing uh, to have been here 35 years and only have had uh, four general managers mm -hmm. in all that time, and all of them good in their own way. Ralph Gabbard, very visionary. Uh, Wayne Martin, who really was a, a people person, no question about it. Uh, Chris Mart uh, Mossman, who was a very... Uh, innovative and, and, and kind of, you know, started measuring us in ways uh, that we hadn't thought about. Right. And, uh, and we kind of competed uh, with ourselves to get better. And then, of course, uh, Jeff Anderson now, who's a, a fellow uh, native Southern Kentuckian. Mm -hmm. And so he, hit the he, ground running. he, he really spe uh, speaks our, uh, my language and, and, and <laughs> with everybody, you know, uh, it just gets along. And you're right. Hit the ground running. That's what that's Well, what I remember saying. you did say that there was one at one point. Somebody told you you needed to fix your accent. Yeah, early, and, very early yes, on. Yes, but someone else came in. Who and, was it? And it, it didn't take long until uh, management said, you know, uh, this is kind of what you're known for. Uh, I broke the mold a little bit. I, you know, everybody knows that accent, and it's pretty strong. <laughs> and uh, uh, but we, when I started early in this business, everybody was to sound like they were from somewhere. You know, mm -hmm. like the Midwest, or, or to uh, maybe I should say to sound like, like they were from nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You were to have no, it out. no regional dialect at all. And, uh, but I was uh, from here in our viewing area, and uh, uh, they, they tried that, and uh, I, I guess it's worked okay. <laughs> well, they say authenticity really is what people want at this point, and that's something that you've always been authentic. Well, I appreciate that. The thing is, our station then 
you know, after in the years since, we have really hired a lot of uh, Kentuckians, and we have a lot of uh, native Kentuckians on our staff, and a lot of people here uh, from uh, elsewhere as well that, that make adds, this their yeah, home. And make this their home, and 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 give us uh, you know some diversity in many ways on the air. But it really is a uh, it's fun to to know an area as well as, as you do after this many years. You know, when some when something happens. You know, I can picture in my mind exactly how where it is and how to get there, mm-hmm. and maybe how to get around it if it's a situation uh, that's going on that might impact traffic and so forth. And I think that's helpful. It is because I have no sense of direction. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you use that GPS to wait on every time. The jeepest. I think my jeepest. Well, Bill, we appreciate your time, and not just for the podcast, but 35 years of serving this community and being such an integral part of WKYT. It would not be the same without you, so thank you. Well, thank you and so if, much. If people want to reach out, what's the best way to do that? Twitter, uh, Facebook? Yeah, I, I'm on the, uh, Twitter at KY Newsmakers, is what I have uh, used as my handle, and uh, yeah, and uh, Facebook, Bill Bryant, WKYT. There yeah. we go, everybody. All right. Andrea, I know you love that one. Of course, of course. Well, I, you know, Bill and I obviously spend a lot of time together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you do. Three and a half hours every morning. So he, Jim, and I kind of know all of each other's stories. So I kind of was queuing him up, and I knew Dolly would take up a big chunk of time. And she was probably the biggest part of the podcast. (laughs) But he loves her, and that's part of, like, what makes Bill so Bill, you know? Well, it's hard not to love uh, Dolly Parton. That's Uh, true. Growing up, I have fond memories of my grandmother watching Dolly and just being like, oh, I just love to see her. I know. She's she's awesome. So disarming. But Bill, you know, he had, when he's passionate about something, he is very passionate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I remember he got into, apparently, and we didn't even talk about this, but he got into bodybuilding for a while and would go to, like, those, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like, the Arnold Classics. Yes, he would go to Columbus. those. Like, like I said, he gets into something. He goes all in. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, obviously he's all in in politics. All in and Dolly. <laughs> All in when he was in radio and still, you know, to this day, likes to do radio news and will randomly, what is it, Moonlight? Moonlight, that's what he said, yeah. Moonlight as a DJ. I love it. Yeah. I appreciate people that are passionate about something. I don't I do care too. what it is. Just yeah. at least care about something. So there we go. So, uh, yeah, conversation with Bill. Really enjoyed that. Andrea, do you have a favorite thing this week? Hmm, you go first. I will go first. I have two things I'll mention. First one, surprise, surprise, board game related. Oh. But it's something in Target that you can pick up. It's a Bob Ross board game. Okay. It's called The Art of, the, the Art of Chill. And it's Just real. a happy little tree. Each round, a new Bob Ross painting pops up. And you've got cards that represent colors and paints. Oh, my gosh. You're trying to lay them down to match to, like, I want to do the wandering water. Or I want to do the fuzzy little cabin or whatever they are. <laughs> the majestic mountains. And so if you do that, you earn points. And it's the first one to get to chill on the color palette. Oh my gosh! It's it's it's. I think it's at Target, but I believe you can also get it at other places. But uh, I had a friend who brought it to a, I say a party, but I mean a bunch of us are playing board games, uh, which is that's. It was very interesting because, in one room there was a bunch of people playing beer pong and just you know, having an actual party, and in the other room there were five of us <laughs> playing board games, <laughs> and one of my friends said, yeah, I feel like there are really two parties here, but this is the one I came for. I said, yes. yeah, all right, good, me too. So you've always been in the other room. <laughs> it depends. It depends. I've always been in the other room. 
Um, I mean, yeah, it depends on the party. Normally at a party, I'm actually rarely in one place. I kind of bounce mm-hmm. from. I'm, I'm the guy who's people say, "Oh, I, I barely saw you," and it's like right. because I was so busy yeah, trying to everybody. talk to everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we played the the Bob Ross game. So that was fun. Who but, who can make an entire beautiful painting with like? What are those things called? A spatula? Or yeah. Well, that's there's like the little a little spatula, and there's a fan brush, and you can collect the one inch like, brush, and so you have to collect brushes and stuff too. He barely ever uses a brush. You know what I mean? It's like he can. Oh, he fascinates yeah. me. So Love the, Bob Ross. So that's fun. So if you enjoy Bob Ross, the um, and so each of the painting has you have a little wooden Bob Ross down the bottom, and each round you roll a die to see if he moves, and if he moves across, then he finishes the painting before you do. <gasps> And so you're trying to beat Bob Ross before he finishes it. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So that I was fun. I love it. So, yeah. Um, and then the other, my other favorite thing. So, Barb Bailey last week was walking around with tickets to a tour of remodeled homes, which we are a sponsor of. Oh, tour of homes. Yeah. Well, they do the tour of, I guess they do a tour of new homes, but then they mm-hmm. also do a tour of remodeled homes. That's what I should go to. Well, so, my wife loves watching home and garden shows, people mm-hmm. where they remodel stuff, build stuff, you know, she loves Chip and Joanna Gaines, all that stuff. Um, I am not as big a fan. It's, it, I said, like, I know how she feels when I'm watching pro wrestling, when she mm-hmm. watches that. You tolerate I, it. I go, oh, again. All right, fine. So, <laughs> but she loves it. And so um, she, I think, maybe saw an ad for it or mentioned it. And I mentioned that Barb had some tickets. And she said, oh, could we get some tickets? And I said, okay, I guess we can do this. Did you convert? Uh, well, no, I didn't convert, but l- let me finish the story, Andrew. Sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, I, I, I kind of did. Anyway, so I got some tickets that uh, Barb was nice enough to bring in to everybody. And so, yeah, we go to our first home. And, and the first home, they actually, they weren't completely finished, which it was kind of neat to see everything going in and out. Um, but then, then we saw eight homes on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was kind of neat just to see all the different available stuff because she is somebody who really knows what she wants when it comes to, you know, I don't see us moving anytime soon, but at some point we're probably going to move out of that house into a bigger one somewhere. Um, You're going to leave that red carpet. <laughs> well, the red carpet may be gone by the time we leave. No, <laughs> But so the point is, I, I don't know what I want until I see it. Right. And so it was interesting for me to see stuff that I go, Oh, I actually, I really like the way that room is done. Can we mm-hmm. remember that? And so, yeah, there were a lot of interesting kitchens, microwaves in in islands that you press a button and it pops oh, out. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was Space a thing. savers. But I also realized that for her, for someone who loves watching those kind of shows, it was like getting to go to, you know, like a comic book convention would be for me. Right. So, um, but she had a really good time and I did too. So that's my thing. You know, well, try good. And not just to go out and try something new, but um, next year when that rolls around, the tour remodeled homes. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting way to spend a day and I, I had fun. That's one of those things you can get sucked into so easily. Like, I know people that say, like, Zillow is one of their favorite things. Like, mm-hmm. they'll scroll through oh, Zillow yeah, just like I scroll home, through oh, like I catch, Instagram. Yeah, you know? I catch her all the time just looking at homes and rooms. Yeah. And, That's and, smart, though. You get good ideas. Like, well, how how are we how are we paying for this this you know six hundred thousand dollar home that you're looking at she just likes to look I'm like okay well that's fine well, that's good thankfully she just likes to look and is satisfied with <laughs> there that there you go some people are not i know i remember that we moved from one house with a gold toilet and my mom we nice. went and looked at the next house that we ended up getting was she's like i found the only other house in america with, with a, a gold, gold toilet, toilet. Like, I mean, that must have been a thing at some point in that era is, you know, obviously in our price range now. (laughs) So 
<laughs> yeah, lots of gold toilets in my life. Oh, Commodes, awesome. if you're from Jessamine County or just my family. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure which I'm, is which. I've heard, of, I've heard of both. See, I, I I have taste and I know what I like when I see it, but I don't have vision. Yeah, I don't So either. I don't know how to create something from nothing, which exactly. is a problem because I have a schoolhouse that is half complete. So you should have gone on the tour of Remodeled Homes. Or we could, we could hook you up with some of the... Um, Designers. Is it still going on? No, it, it was just that last weekend. But we met a lot of interesting designers, some okay. people whose work I really enjoyed. And, uh, yeah, there was a there was an outdoor patio that I just loved that they had built this big wooden um, covering, and there was a fan and TV, and I don't know. I enjoyed it. i got to find some way to get my house finished without paying for it. Yeah. You could you, you have somebody sponsor the podcast, and we'll talk about what a great job they're doing on your house. I think that's a great idea. I, th- I, th- I think that's um, not allowed journalistically, but all right. What? So, uh, Andrea, do you have any favorite thing? <laughs> uh, let's see. I did watch Deadpool for the first time. Yeah? Which is was good. Was Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Yeah. It was hilarious. It's a superhero movie, not for children. No, definitely not. No. But you enjoyed it. It was hilarious. Very much my sense of humor. Very quick-witted. Just so sarcastic. Really enjoyed it. And I looked it up on the back. 2016. I'm only three years behind. Boom. Which is pretty big for me. Yeah, no, you're you're right in line with things. I still got to f- figure out how to uh, let you watch all my superhero movies that are on Blu-rays. Um, I'm proud of myself. Well, I think we just need to find you a Blu-ray player, like a cheap one. We can borrow one here at the station, maybe. Mm, I've never seen a Blu-ray player here. All the computers have them, but I, I don't think we could really steal a computer. But maybe you could just go tough. watch. You could go watch movies in the edit bay. I wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> All right, so uh, is that your favorite thing, <laughs> watching a three-year-old movie? Yep. All right, that's not bad. My life is real exciting. You know what? I can appreciate that. Sometimes there's something nice about your your life not being too exciting. Up to speed? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was just going to say. Current. Yeah, things being, uh, you know, nice and smooth. Yes. I yes. agree. Easy right. going, easy listening. That's my life. You're turning into Delilah. No. You know. Mm-mm. Yes, easy listening. Easy going, smooth. Then my mom will just Everybody, me. thank you all so much for We've talked about this listening. before. Her yeah. contempt for Well, I don't which I don't understand. She seems like a nice, nice sweet lady. lady. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say she seems yeah. like a nice she's like lady. A real nice lady. <laughs> just helping people express their love through song. And now here's Wind Beneath My Wings. I feel like she always plays Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> like every I time I hear her. I don't listen to that much radio anymore. I, believe it or not, I mostly listen to podcasts now. She gets real cheeky when so. she introduces it. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, do you have a podcast recommendation? You've been listening to anything new? Actually, yes. I was listening to Radio Lab, and they did their, I might, maybe their most recent episode was um, an introduction of a podcast called The Memory Palace. So if you're looking for, like, real short bits, like, most of these are, like, 10 minutes or less, keep that in mind. And basically, he just takes you back to, like, these really memorable situations or interesting stories, and he just paints such a vivid picture. And I'm hoping it's going to make me a better storyteller. Have you ever seen the movie um, Dreamcatcher? It's based on Stephen King novel. I have not. I don't know if it's I would call it a good movie, but, I mean, my level of enjoyment it's not a high bar for me to be like, oh, that was all right. But the idea of a memory palace is involved in that movie, and it's like this place where you go in your mind where you stash things. Mm-hmm. And so you said that memory palace, and it kind of reminded me of that. What Wasn't there a movie about that where, like, if all memories... Oh, oh Game Inception. of Thrones. Oh. Game of Thrones, like, you know, Bran was, like, the keeper of memories. Oh. And it's like if he disappears, then does everything disappear? Oh, yeah. You know? I thought that was going to play more into the ending, which was... Mm-hmm. 
back in the day with all the recorded history. Yeah, okay. I've been listening to The Rewatchables, which is done by The Ringer and Bill Simmons, mm-hmm. his, you know, his, his network. And each week they uh, talk about a different movie, which is one of The Rewatchables. They consider it a classic, like a movie that if it pops up on cable, you're suddenly like, oh, I'm in. I'm just going to sit down and watch this whole thing. I love it. So that's, uh, that, you know, I enjoy watching movies and it's fun just hearing about some of your favorites. Question. Have you ever gotten sucked into like a 100 best country love songs or something like that and wasted an entire day? Oh, yeah. Well, I will I will watch a lot of um, like best auditions of the voice from around the world, which Ooh, we've talked about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I will I will lose, you know, an hour or I'll I'll get done with work and suddenly it's I'm like, oh, it's four, I should have left 45 minutes ago yep. because I'm watching some guy from the Netherlands. Sing, you know, an ACDC song. And but next you, thing you, know, you found some really good ones. Oh, I, I found some great ones. And you know what? I feel like it's really added a lot to my life. <laughs> I love it. Every time we pull up YouTube on the TV at home to watch, you know, we'll watch a new trailer or something. The trailer for The Mandalorian came out. Very like, excited about that. Ooh. The but, Voice, Algeria. But yeah, exactly. It'll show up all these, you know, what you've previously watched. And right now it's all like Ellie Golding and uh, The Voice from, yeah, Algeria. So it's... <laughs> I love my it. wife will just kind of look at me like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, you all just tolerate each other. We do, we do. <laughs> a lot of love there. Yes, I'm kidding. So, um, yeah, it's it's been, it's been real. It's been real, man. Yes. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening to our ramblings. We'll be back next week with something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I do have. I still want to do the watch along with. Um, have you picked a, a subject, a TV show, a movie? I think we watch Infinity War. That's long. Yeah, it's, and well, I have no context. Endgame is three hours. And I did an entire podcast about filling you in on the Marvel Universe up to that point. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, what's the movie you'd like to do? Because I was like fully engaged. <laughs> well, then you can just listen to that podcast <laughs> and pick it back up. <laughs> You're engaged you enough to ask questions. You put a lot of work into that. I feel bad. Well, the, okay, well, then what would you like to have a watch along with? I haven't decided yet, but I really think like a half-hour TV show would be better. That could be fun. Yeah. Something yeah. quick. Yeah. But but here's the good thing about doing a long movie. We break it up into two or three parts. <laughs> we've Whoa, managed to get multiple we, weeks. Yeah, we get multiple weeks. <gasps> yes. We have to start figuring it out because we're up to, I think this is episode 37. So, you know, 12 more, we're going to be at 50 episodes. We need to do something big for that episode. A cake? I don't mean a cake. I mean actual content. But, yeah, I guess we could also bring in a cake <laughs> to just I think eat. we should get a cake. Okay, so that's what we'll do. We'll get a cake. We're, we will I've eat it off air. You all know about it. to get to 50 in this building. I don't know. Amber's been knocking out a couple of weeks. Has she? Yeah. Dang it. She's been doing a good job. Um, but didn't we start before her? I, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go back. I'll check the records. Okay. We'll see. But we'll, we'll, we'll look I'm at the receipts. I'm not trying to make this a competition. I'm just saying. Well, no, e- I definitely way. just did. Yeah, no. Either way. 50 episodes. <laughs> which I guess will, at that point, 50 episodes will be almost kind of a year because we definitely skipped like two weeks. So we'll have to figure out what to do on our one-year anniversary. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. A year of us just blabbing and people wondering why won't this podcast end? Yeah, never. <laughs> never. I mean it's a weekly it's a weekly thing that people ask toward the forty four minute mark. Why well, won't this end? <laughs> we're in a it. Thank you all so much for listening and um yeah, we'll figure out what we're doing with our lives. Bye everybody. Bye.